On this episode of Jesus, Sex, and Politics, Nathan and I dive into what happens when a good guy with a gun steps up and is the hero of the day. We also bring back what did Biden say, and we may or may not have to look at what Biden's better half also has to say. We've got a few new segments that we're looking forward to trying out on you as well, and we're going to continue to talk about this abortion battle that we're seeing around our nation and specifically in Indiana as we get closer to the special session that the Indiana state lawmakers are getting ready to have in less than just a few days. Saddle up, you are not going to want to miss this episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all those things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That will scare you. And today we've got some incredibly serious stuff, Nathan. We just had a, uh, a shooting in Greenwood. Uh, in Greenwood and uh, at a mall. There was a, a, guy, a young man came in and had hundreds of rounds, uh, multiple guns, had one gun stashed in a bathroom that he was going to go back and get that gun. Um, to do more damage. And so he goes into the Greenwood mall probably around six o'clock, I think on Sunday night. And unfortunately he was able to get off a few shots. Uh, he took the life of three innocent people, but praise the Lord. There was a young man there, 22 years old. His name was Eli Dickin and he was carrying, uh, and went up and approached the gunman and took the gunman out. Now, the, now here's the thing. Cause I, I missed the news today. Yep. Um, and this just recently happened. So the details are kind of still coming yep, out, yep. but, um, the question came, was he a concealed weapons carrier nope. or was he carrying because of constitutional carry carrying because of constitutional carry, which we just, we just, just went that, Yep. this right? past session. It went in the law July 1st, which says everybody in the state of Indiana can now legally carry a gun. No matter if you have a license or not, you're allowed to carry based on your constitutional rights. Okay. And so okay. he wouldn't have been carrying if we had not passed that law and, who knows? I mean, it would have been 20, 30, 40 people could have Absolutely. died. Absolutely. Or, or, or even more, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So let's just thank, uh, first off, let's thank our, our leaders, our legislators who fought for this and they, they went to the mat for this. Because without that young that young man would have been carrying illegally, and he was a he was a law abiding citizen, and now that he could, he did. Yep. And and as quick as the police wanted to respond, this young man could respond faster than that. Uh, the the police chief was out there talking about you know this is the hero of the story. Now I do want to bring this up. He broke the mall policy in right. order to have that gun, and I am going to freely, readily admit. I do it all the time. Yep. I, I, the mall I, policy the, was a gun-free zone policy. Yes, you cannot have a gun. And I refuse to go into one of those malls without a, with, without a weapon. Yep. And I don't care if I get in trouble with them. They can get me in trouble. But I am not going to abide by their law. It is a stupid, foolish policy. And they could, in fact, in fact, I think that, that if there are people that get hurt because of a mall stupid policy like that, that they ought to be able to be sued. Yeah. Because they put you in danger. I, yep. I just refuse. Yeah. I absolutely good. carry a gun in, well, in a mall. And the worst thing that they, the mall could do is just say, you're not allowed back into our mall. Yeah. If, okay. And so it's yeah. like, okay, fine. Even if you yeah. want to give me a misdemeanor, who cares? Yeah. I don't care. But I don't do it. I don't do it in, in places that are like, you know, like, like it's a federal crime to do it. Mm -hmm. But like schools I'm, or um, exactly, yeah, but yeah. to them all, heck yes. So the Indiana law, uh, there's there's no statute in Indiana that uh, would would get you in trouble for carrying in a gun free zone. So you can't get in trouble legally for carrying in a gun free zone. The only thing that can happen is the property owner can kick you off their property. So then, if you come back, then you, you could. For, for trespassing, trespassing. Yeah. yeah yeah so that that's what would happen so well I, i'll know. tell you what whoever that young man is what what a great thing that you have done because you were what we call sheepdog yeah. you you protected people that were being slaughtered by a predator predators do not attack other predators they attack prey and when you have gun-free zones you put people in danger 
Well, you know what's interesting? So this past week, we were uh, at the Hamilton County Fair. Life Church had our booth set up, and we were right next to the Republican booth, and so we kind of were talking to the Republicans. But right around the corner was the Democrat booth. So I went over to the Democrat booth, and we were just, I, I like talking to Democrats. I like talking to see what <laughs> why they believe what they believe, right? So uh, had, there was two ladies there, and they were very, uh, very, very good, like nice conversation, very civil and mm -hmm. uh, sweet little ladies. And, and uh, but they could not understand for the life of themselves why anyone would ever need a gun. So now this was prior to the Greenwood shooting. This would have been on Thursday and Friday. Mm -hmm. And um, and they said, you're a pastor. You you can't like be okay with guns. And I said, ma'am, there are so many guns at our church on Sunday. And the one lady just about had a heart attack. I think I, like she almost <laughs> fell out of her chair. She was like, I cannot believe that. She said, I... I, I would never want to come to your church. I would feel so unsafe. And I said, ma'am, you would be this it would be the safest place you could ever be in our church because there is there are so many men and women who are armed standing outside in the lobby or outside in the parking lot or even in the sanctuary that it would take an a miracle uh of for that person to even get to you before they did any harm. I mean, just and but she was I mean for the life of her she could not understand why we allow that and um, you know what I found was I, I asked them because they didn't really have a strong foundation in God I mean morality mm -hmm. like so morality for them was people just do good things because people are inherently good that was mm -hmm. that was their premise and and it was interesting because I. Obviously, Nathan, we know that that's not what the scripture says. Scripture right. says the heart is wicked; it's deceitful; it's above all else. Who can know it? And um, and our founding fathers knew this. That's mm -hmm. why they had three branches of government. If we weren't wicked people in, inherently, then then why would we they need just trust everybody yeah, and why give not, massive power to a king? To to yeah, exactly. Why not have a monarch, right? Yeah. Like so, I uh, so I asked. So, but anyway, I said I played that game with them. They said, okay, well, you're all. I wanted to know where morality comes from, and one of the ladies said, well, we're all we're, we will all do the right thing if given the right if given the chance and uh and i said okay well well let's play that game out then if i'm a good you think i'm a good person then and they said yeah yeah we think you are a good person i said okay so i can have a gun <laughs> and they're like well no like no we don't want you to have a gun only police officers need guns and i said well i'm why well why well because you might do something bad with the gun but i'm a good person i'm not going to do anything bad with a gun well, okay, but we don't think you should have guns. Okay, maybe you're not a good person. Oh, no, I just undermined my worldview about... <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, they just funny. couldn't... They could not land on a... They couldn't land on a, on a yeah. position there. And I just want to highlight, Nathan, it took... For people who say police are the ones that are, that are to keep us safe, that's not what our founders... That's never that's what right. our founders intended. And if you don't know that to be true, look what happened in Uvalde. Yeah. 75 minutes the police did nothing yeah. while those kids were getting slaughtered and i would like to say that that is not our view of police officers in general no someone told those guys to stand down yeah and and you know you can have power to do what's right but then not use that power to do right and i, th I think that's what we see in our country we believe that america overall is a good nation you get a bad politician that is leading it, and you have a, the the most massive and, and 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 mighty military in the world, and it's weak in its policy because someone up the chain of command is 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 foolishly making that policy while they're in power. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a disaster, you know. Afghanistan should have never happened. The, the the exit from Afghanistan should have never happened the way it did. I would argue that we probably wouldn't have been in the situation in uh, in Ukraine as a result. And and so I I think that the police officers who are told to stand down and stopping parents from rushing in there. Oh my goodness! Th there is a spirit of heroism that will lay your life down for a kid. I just can't imagine the kind of feeling that those police officers down in Uvalde had from being told don't go in or we, we we know that there was a guy who had that kid in his sights and could have shot him I think on three occasions and he was not allowed to take the shot wow so wow. you know it's it's um yeah. it, it, it's it's mind-blowing but when a citizen responds citizen's responsible for what he does 
You know, here at Life Church, we permit our citizens, our 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 family here at Life Church, to carry a, a a weapon. But you are responsible for what you do with it when it's all said and done. And and that they said that the young man, twenty two years old, was uh, was motioning people to get out of the way. I heard one of the witnesses talking about him yep. and saying he was approaching. Uh, I, I heard something else. I don't know if this is true, but he hit he hit eight of his 10 shots he wow. took. That is tremendous accuracy. Yeah. You're talking about a person with a long gun under incredible pressure. You know, moving forward towards a person with a long gun with a, a, a pistol, yeah. that takes unbelievable guts. Yeah. And he did it within a matter of seconds and saved. He has no lives. and no formal training. He's not a police officer. Not, 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 not military, not a, not in the police force. He's just an average twenty-two-year-old kid, essentially. I mean, and I just think that highlights why we we have to defend the Second Amendment. If we don't have the Second Amendment, we are sitting ducks, not only for tyrants, but also just for really wicked people. I mean, I don't I don't expect every teacher in America to want to go in carrying a gun into the schools, but man, why don't we let the, I know there are some teachers that would love to be armed in the schools mm-hmm. and say, Hey, I'll go through training. I'll mm-hmm. be armed. I'll, I'll be one of those sheep dogs in the, like what in the world? Why do we not let that happen? I, uh, I mean, I think that it's, I think that it's dumb. You know, you want to believe that the teachers are, you know, they're supposed to love those kids and, and, and love. I mean, we've seen teachers do amazing things trying to protect kids, Give them the opportunity to do it. In in most cases, a concealed weapon, nobody even knows it. I had yeah. a lady that was really upset when she found out I was a pastor and carried a gun. And she's like, I can't. She was at, here at the Noblesville campus. She couldn't believe it. Wait, wait, wait. When was this? Oh, it was before you got here. <laughs> was and, uh, and so she was <laughs> mad as a hornet when she found out. She was so like, how could, oh my, that gun could have hurt me. And I said, do you know how many times you wrapped your arm around me to hug me? And I was carrying that gun. And that gun never jumped out and hurt anybody. What? Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but that I, gun I, didn't fire on its own. No, I would have no, thought guns no, are so yeah. bad. I've got all kinds of guns. They're very obedient. <laughs> they never do anything bad. How is that? Why are my guns so moral? My guns, my guns are, they're, they're more obedient than my golden retriever. I bet they're made in America. That's probably why I do have one <laughs> gun that's made in Germany. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> great, great, wonderful. <laughs> Nothing bad ever came out of Germany, right? Hey, I'm yeah. German. <laughs> Knock that off. Hey, uh, that uh, as we wrap up this segment here, though, I want to I want to end on this one this one note. Ooh, and when, I have one more point. I okay, cool. Okay, uh, well, the lady at the the Democrat booth. One of the things she she really hit on, um, and and there was one who was Catholic, one lady who wasn't. I I don't think she was a believer at all. But the one who wasn't a believer said, "Hey, doesn't the Bible say thou shalt not kill?" And uh, it actually does not say that. And that's what I told her. It I says, said, thou shalt not murder. Yes. Which and, is premeditated. Yep. And that kid did yep. not intend, he, he did not wake up that morning and go, I want to murder somebody. He instead, he's, he's carrying that gun. He never, if you're a gun owner, you never want to pull that gun. Yeah. There's no desire on your part. It is there at the furthest, at the last point of need. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you realize what you're going to do when you do that. He was, he, he did that as a hero. That's self-defense. He was defending himself. He was defending the lives of other people. That's not murder. It, it says thou shalt not murder. Yeah. You can kill in war. You can kill in self-defense and you can kill in capital punishment. And none of those are murder. Yeah. And those, so all three of those, what you just described are ordained and, and they are, uh, God sees those as honorable killings, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. David had killed his tens of thousands, but was only guilty of one murder, mm. Uriah the Hittite. And God leveled the boom on him because of that one. Wow. Um, so, Well, the so, Bible says God hates the shedding of innocent, of innocent blood. blood. And, and just so whenever people say, well, I'm, I thought you were pro-life. If you're pro-life, that means that you're anti-death penalty. No, it doesn't. I'm pro-innocent life, and I am not pro-guilty life. Yeah, I think the more, if we wanted to deal with the crime issue... We, we practice capital punishment. We actually had it that our our justices, and I, I met with a, a DA recently that I met at the GOP convention, and he told me he's tried capital cases and gotten death penalties, but the, but the courts won't do it. 
And when I went back and I began to look, when was the last time? And I can't remember whether it was 2009 or 2011. We haven't killed a person in Indiana because of a, 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 a capital, a capital punishment, punishment yeah. uh, 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 sentence. sentence. Yeah. Thank you. We, we haven't done that in, in over 10 years. Wow. And these, a lot of these people, Micah, they're on there for 30 and 40 years. Wow. There's no way somebody should be breathing that long. Yep. They should be eradicated. And because, here's why, if you're like listening to this for the first time, and you're like, what the heck did I just turn on? It's <laughs> he that sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. It comes immediately after God practiced capital punishment on the whole world through the flood. And he said, you do this. I did this, and I'm never going to do this again by water. Now you do it. And he set up government and says, take them out. If they don't honor innocent blood, if they if they take out blood, take them out. Yeah. And so people say, no, that's playing God. No, God told you to do that. Yeah. And it's biblical. So I want to say this about that yeah. young man. Yeah, He ought to be given a free college education yep. of $100,000 at least. And he ought to be given the key. No, no. I mean, that's not saying much anymore. Uh, free college education. You well, want to go? Well, let me let me just say that. Communist. If if <laughs> one of our soldiers, if one of our soldiers, my son's in the National Guard, and he got ninety three thousand dollars for for college as a result. I think that that kid deserves that kind of reward. I agree. And and he ought to be given it. And and there should be businesses lining up in order to bless that young man for what he's done. And you would find that you would make a great, you would have a great PR in in Indiana because people would go, yes, I want to support that. Yep. And and I think that the kid ought to be recognized as a hero by the whole community. I think the mayor should come out. We should absolutely come out and thank him for, yeah. for acting. It's great. Love it. Love it. Well, hey, we'll be right back. Uh, we got a lot more to come here on Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Hey, this is Micah from Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Hey, if you're in the Indianapolis area and you're looking for a good church to get plugged into, check out Life Church. We've got four campuses around the Indy area in Noblesville, Eagle Creek, Fishers, and Pendleton. And we're a church that believes in preaching the Word of God and not apologizing for it. Under Pastor Nathan's leadership as the lead pastor, we are making great strides in our community and in our culture to take you back to what the Word of God says about what is true and what is not. If you're not in the Indianapolis area, jump on our website at lifechurchin.com and follow us on our online campus. So no matter where you are in the world, you can be a part of what God is doing at Life Church. But hey, we'd love to see you in person or online. Again, that's lifechurchin.com. Check us out and you'll be amazed and blessed how the Lord reveals himself to you through his word. Oh, it's laughing now! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, man, we are back here. I love this segment. Oh, man. Okay, we got a fun segment here. Uh, what did Biden say? Okay, Nathan. It was a hard one. I, there's been a couple. Um, there's so there's, much material. There's, there has been a lot of material in the last uh, few few weeks. So, okay, the first one I want to play for us here is um, something that maybe you uh, maybe you heard, um, and this one uh, was this one was really funny. So check check it out. Tell me what you think about this clip of Joe Biden speaking to the media. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. For the last time, <laughs> anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. <laughs> uh, and end of quote. Repeat line. End of quote. Repeat line. Oh okay. my goodness. Oh my word. That is so funny. Uh, so. Now, this is not the first time he's done that. Remember that note card he walked out with, and it says, take your seat. You know, <laughs> you sit down. You shake the hand. You And we're, I'm thinking, oh. oh, my gosh, this is the leader of the free world. Like, I mean, it's getting bad. I, there's no way. Nathan, I want to get your thoughts on this. There's no way that he's running in 2024. Do you, uh, think, you think that's right? Well, I think that's, that is the general consensus that I hear the Democrats don't want him to run. Because they they cannot imagine putting I think what he's going to be eighty two years old by that point, 
and uh, oh, yeah. they they do not want him. Even his own staff is coming out and saying that they're concerned about things. Yeah. So when you're having to handhold somebody like that, then here's the question every American ought to be asking themselves: Who's the real president of the United States? Yeah. Because this guy is the person not. running the teleprompter. Yeah, exactly. There's the most powerful person in the world. Who said that? By the way, yeah. was that was that Elon Musk that said that? Uh, I think it was. Somebody yeah, he tweeted it. Yeah, yeah. The most powerful yeah. person in the world is the one running the teleprompter. Honestly. Okay, so. Okay, so that was uh, that was what did uh, Biden say? Again, another what did Biden say? But this isn't that Burgundy. This thing. Is, that was hilarious. <laughs> this is not uh, Joe Biden. Check this one out. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossom. Wait, wait, the Bogodas? What is that? I think Bodegas. <laughs> The, Maybe, Bo- Bogoda. the Bogoda. Isn't that the a Bog- place in Columbia? Bogoda, <laughs> Columbia? As distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> wow. Okay, so apparently... I wonder how the Hispanic community like that. Well, was. so here's... This is funny because now... Uh, even the press is starting to like having they're they're having a hard time defending all of this. So that was Jill Biden. If did, you didn't know, did, did you see the View the next time? The no. View the View uh, covers this. Okay, and they're all like, "Oh, listen, we understood what you were trying to say." <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and 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 could you just please not do that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Where was that courtesy when Trump oh, was president? No courtesy. Oh my gosh! Trump. Okay, so listen to NBC's coverage of this. This is hilarious. So NBC comes out, and this is what they put out afterwards. Scripted comment generated backlash on social media. One prominent Hispanic group encouraging the First Lady and her team to take time to better understand the complexities of our people and communities, adding, we are not tacos. (laughs) Wow. So We are not tacos. (laughs) We are not tacos. I think it's hilarious that you have, like, literally, there's a group out there that had to tweet at... The first lady oh. and say, excuse me, ma'am. Um, we are not tacos. <laughs> I mean, that's this. What are we? What is this? The Twilight Zone? Literally, like. I mean, you I can't write this stuff, man. You cannot write it. We are not tacos. Oh. I mean, I'm just like, oh, this is. You know, this they, is so they sad, actually, the Democrats, I think, are really concerned that they have they they have taken the Hispanic vote for granted. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of Hispanic folks that are pro-life. There are a whole lot of Hispanic p- folks that care about the gas prices. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why? Do you are, know why? You are not tacos. <laughs> because that's why. They're not Just, tacos. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> the idea that they, you know, Hispanic people are incredibly hardworking people. And 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 so many of our major construction and labor jobs, they're doing. They have to drive. You know, they 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 they've got to drive. They can't sit behind a computer all day long. And 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 they're trying to make a, a future for their families. And you know, generationally here in the United States, I just I find it amazing if the if the Hispanic community doesn't major league turn on the Democrat Party. Here. I heard a I heard a statistic that says if uh, the Republicans get. Uh, upwards of forty-five to fifty percent of the Hispanic vote in twenty twenty-two. It's just gonna, it's going to be a red wave, right? Yeah. If they get majority fifty-one percent or more, it's going to be a shellacking like the Democrats have never seen yeah. before. And and again, I I just think what's happening here is the elites in the Democrat Party and the Republican Party too. This is what I like about Trump so much is he exposed the elites in the Republican Party yeah. too. Yeah. It wasn't just Democrats, but yeah. the elites are getting exposed. I mean, the Bidens, the the Clintons, the Bushes of the world, they don't know what you and I go through. They don't know the average American. They wouldn't know the average American. So just if, go buy an electric car, everybody. Oh, just, yeah. Just go buy P, one. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg and yeah, Kamala Harris. Just go yeah. buy one. Just go buy one. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, 70000 Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You just go, just go buy yeah, one if you care. No kidding. Well, you know? by the way, so, don't, so. Just, just don't plug You're them all in. You're not tacos. <laughs> 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 just, just don't plug them all in because we're concerned that the power grid will go out oh, if, you, if you people with EVs all plug your cars in at the same time unbelievable well that's uh that's kind of what we wanted to i wanted to just 
uh, unpack that with you, well, Nathan, on this one. I'm so grateful for this material. It's so much fun. It's never never a dull day when we have all this content. So, yep, so... Yep. We are not tacos. <laughs> oh, Thank you for listening to What Did Biden Say? Shut up. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is Nathan from Jesus, Sex, and Politics, and I'm talking to all of those of you who have a friend that you know is offended about everything. Listen, help them to come out of the bondage that they're in. Like us, share us, or subscribe, Jesus, Sex, and Politics, because when you do, you might help free somebody from the terrible, terrible tyranny of the mind. Hey, Nathan, guess what? What? We've got a new segment. I love new segments. New segments. Welcome to the clown show. All right. This is a new segment we're trying out on all y'all. This is uh the Welcome to the Clown Show. Now I hate that we have to constantly uh Denigrate clowns. I mean, yeah, clowns are great. And I don't know why people don't like clowns, but apparently some people have an issue with clowns and they're scary or whatever. And you know, when I was looking for sound effects, there are some really scary clowns out there. I'm not oh, going to lie. Oh, yeah. But uh, especially for people that have watched it. Oh, yes. Yes. Seriously. I've not seen that one because I watch uh, edifying you things. You know what? Me neither. Oh, I never, whatever. I never saw it, but I didn't see it. <laughs> but but I have a great friend and uh, he's deathly afraid of clowns. And I send that picture to him every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Just, just to have him uh, respond text message in the middle hilarious. of the night. It's hilarious. She just goes. You should just go hide in the corner of his bedroom at like see, God two o'clock. Given me a spirit. Of just fear call him I, on the phone. Exactly. Like, I can see you. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, so if you if you caught this uh, last week, um, there was a law professor from Berkeley Law, and uh, her name was Professor Bridges. He was testifying on Congress. Again, I cannot believe we have to actually, it's like the last segment, like we are not tacos. Like, I can't believe we actually have to have these types of segments. But this was uh, a take that um, she had with Senator Josh Hawley, who's a conservative Republican. And (laughs) And Hawley's awesome. Oh my gosh. So check this out and uh, bear with me. I put a little background music to this. You said several times, you've used a phrase. I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? (laughs) Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, There are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a... We can recognize that this impacts women while also recognizing (laughs) that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that <laughs> one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us, line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm it's denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think <laughs> so. You're denying that trans people <laughs> And that leads to I'm violence. No Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, <laughs> or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're, told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot. I know, this exchange. absolutely extraordinary. Yep. Judge my physical, mental, fil- my <laughs> physical as well as my mental fil- fitness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you couldn't oh catch the drift, there was a Berkeley law professor. She was saying, not only was she making the case that men can get pregnant, which is utter nonsense, she was saying to Josh Holly because he didn't believe that. He was being violent, transphobic, and he's dangerous, essentially. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is... How dare you ask any questions or challenge their thinking in any way? 
what is happening? That, I mean, this is insane. And how how did she become a Berkeley Law professor is what I want to know. And did, is Berkeley Law putting out any good professors? I mean, like, uh, this is... Well, first off, you don't Berkeley. actually have to be... You, you don't actually have to have any wisdom to get into these positions. You you We have so many people in the world that are educated idiots. They, they, they have gotten a degree. In fact, one of my favorite sayings recently is you have to go to, you have to go to college to be that stupid. That, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I love it. Well, Hey, something else we're welcome to the clown show. Um, so we've got this push for like men can be women. Women can be men. Did you hear that the NCAA has, has nominated the swimmer from university of Pennsylvania, Leah Thomas, you know, that guy, girl, guy, girl, whatever. I don't even know what his, I'm not going to call her. A girl. I don't know. What's his, what's his real name? What, what, what it was, his, he, uh, I don't even know what his, uh, what, what his real name was. was. was it? David, whatever. Sam, yeah, Will, whatever it Matt. was. It was masculine. I can tell you that. <laughs> John, but uh. the, uh, Nathan, we'll just say Nathan. His name was Nathan. not Nathan. <laughs> we'll just say Nathan. His name was not Nathan. <laughs> All right. So the swimmer, the NCAA has nominated this swimmer, this guy pretending to be a girl for NCAA woman of the year. University of Pennsylvania, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, uh, and you come from Pennsylvania. It could have been Nathan. It wasn't Nathan. <laughs> but I will tell you that it is it is absolutely like I don't understand how women cannot be as offended as all get out that all you are in the liberal mindset, the leftist mindset, is if you have breasts and want to call yourself, you've got you've got implants that makes you a woman. I don't know, you know, a biologist. I saw this recently. She, this lady introduced herself. She goes, "I actually am a biologist, so I guess I have to teach you about this." And it, and <laughs> women have XX chromosomes, and no uh, amount of uh, of hormone therapy is going to change that. That's right. A woman is a woman. A woman is so much more than breast implants, but apparently that's what the left believes yeah yeah it's i mean it, it's actually kind of funny because now i want to get out there and be like even men oh long better. hair makeup yeah even men are better at being women than women are. <laughs> i loved when we did that segment <laughs> i can't wait if if leah thomas does if no, i'm sorry if nathan thomas actually it's not nathan. <laughs> if he it's not. if he actually wins this i am going to just like rub it in the face of feminists for all and be like oh my men goodness. are better at being women than you <laughs> they can win they that's can how win awesome men are year. that's how awesome Unbelievable. men are so awesome we can win woman of the year Wow. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So that is the, uh, that's the clown show. I don't know. Nathan, what did you think about that segment? Ooh, I like that. Was that good? That was good. Yep. So, well, you know, there you go. Another segment. We're just going through segments left and right today. I I feel like this one will be pregnant with possibilities. I will be right back. If you're in the Hamilton County, Noblesville area, be sure to check out Sunshine Service Incorporated. They service all makes and models of cars, and they are your friends, local community members who specialize in auto repair service. They believe the business of auto repair is that the service is the difference. Their auto technicians in Noblesville use state-of-the-art tools, equipment, and training to keep up with today's most complicated vehicle management systems, from brakes to batteries, filters to fluids, routine preventative maintenance to complex full vehicle repairs and service. They have you covered. Be sure to call George and his amazing team. I use them. They've been great on my car. I have nothing but good things to say about them and you will too. We guarantee it. If you're in the central Indiana area, we've got a great event for you. August 12th, that's a Friday, the Hamilton County Republican Party is bringing in U.S. Congressman Jim Jordan. Jim is the Ohio congressman, and you may have seen him on Fox News or beyond preaching the truth, standing up boldly for conservative values, and pushing back on this woke, liberal nonsense that's trying to take over our culture. Whether it was standing up for liberty during COVID or pushing back on the woke takeover of our public schools, Jim has been a constant defender of constitutional values. He will be here Friday, August 12th, first with the VIP reception at Gaylor Innovation Center. If you'd like 
tickets for that. Those are $250. But if you just like to come to the cookout, that is $50 at Forest Park in Noblesville. That's Forest Park, 701 Cicero Road in Noblesville. That starts at 5 o'clock on August 12th, 5 to 7.30. Come out and meet Jim. If you'd like more information, email Lisa Elmore at info at hamiltoncountygop.org to purchase your tickets or to get more info. Hope to see you out there. All right, welcome back to Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Nathan, yeah. another, another segment. I love segments. We're doing a bunch of segments. Maria's not going to like all these segments. No, let me tell you something. The reviews on the segments have been overwhelmingly positive. They have been. I've, I mean, except for Maria, but she just wants it to be shorter. I feel like we're breaking it up, though, and so it's going to keep it moving, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. not even going to realize she's listening to Jesus, Sex, and Politics yeah, for an hour. It's not a problem she has she's, with content. It's just she wants us to be better and better, <laughs> and she's saying, you know, say it quicker. All right. Well, this next segment is called The Sharpest Tool in the Shed. All right. So we've got a, we've got a clip here. Gosh. Again, there's so much content out there. And when we were going through this, it was just hard. It's almost to... like we need a show every day. We really do. We really do. <laughs> Maria was going to, she'll shoot us. She will. <laughs> Remember, constitutional carry has been passed. <laughs> you don't want to tick her off. Yeah, uh, Maria's legal now. Uh, so we, uh, okay. And, I, and before we get into this, though, I just want to preface this by saying, some people are like, man, you guys make fun of people. We don't make fun of the person. We make fun of the ideology that they've wrapped their mind around. Amen. So it's the, so you, as pastors, we're called to bring truth into the culture and we're called to expose the lies. And that's what we're doing. So when, and I just want to preface this because I don't, I don't want people to be like, you guys are making fun of everybody. No, we're not. We're making fun of the foolishness of what they've given themselves over to. And so, you know, when Elijah was on Mount Carmel, he mocked the prophets of Baal for how stupid they had become. They'd given themselves over to complete foolishness, wickedness, uh, immorality, and he he mocked them. He he laughed at them, and he literally made fun of their god. Bail that he was in the bathroom. Yeah, so you need pooping. to maybe you talk louder. <laughs> he can't right? hear you. Shout louder. Maybe he's not answering because he's in the toilet right now. <laughs> he's got diarrhea. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, check this out. So here's a clip. Uh, I just want you, I want to get your take on it and let's see what you think. Democrats fail past Democratic presidents, congressional leaders to not codify Roe v. Wade over the past five decades. I think that, to be very honest with you, I, I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled time. What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Judge my physical... Oh, man. I think that's... I think... Okay, so what she was... I just wish she would put some meat... That was Kamala Harris, if you didn't know that, by the way. I wish there was no meat to that. It was like, do you think that they should have done more to codify Roe? Well, I believe that it is clearly uh, that I believe that I believe that it's unsettled. Well, clearly it's not. Okay, yes, we are living in unsettled times. It's like what? Like just just get to the point and actually put meat on these bones. Whether and this is what I talk with Rob Kendall on 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 his show on WIBC a lot about. Rob has great respect for those who just know what they believe and know why they believe mm -hmm. it and are able to articulate it and defend it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and I feel the same way. If I don't care if you disagree with me, I don't care if you're you've given yourselves over to stupid ideology. I'm going to call you on it, but I want to know that you can back it up. What really drives me up the walls when people just they don't even know why they believe what they believe. They're just repeating nonsensical things. Like we, mm -hmm. on the last segment, like, oh yeah, men can be pregnant. If we would have, if I would have told you that Nathan 20 years ago that, Hey, we're going to be in a culture where you're going to be vilified. If you don't come out and say that men 
can get pregnant. You would have said, I'm nuts. If you could have heard Joe Biden making fun of this just 20 years ago, yeah. where he's out there going, there's only male, there's only female, and there's no need for gay marriage because it's clearly that marriage is between one man and one woman. Now, he was cognizant, yeah. right? But he was out there. So if you, I mean, the guy flips more than, you know, somebody a pancake yeah exactly flapjacks <laughs> um but but the reality was he was saying it like it was total common sense yep. so how do you get from there you know from 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 here to there how, how did that happen um i i think that you know when you hear her talk about it and she says well it's just settled law it's just settled law well so was slavery that was settled law mm-hmm. you know and it was wrong law yeah you know, and, and so you go through the cases just because something, if it, if it doesn't stand on its own merit, here's, here's a, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg saying that what happened at Roe was going to happen because she said it's, it's poorly put together. Yeah. It was, it was bad constitutionality, even from the get go. I was actually talking to a, a friend of ours, friend, he, uh, we've had him on the show, Mark and Lisa Hall. They have mm-hmm. the food pantries and Mark just uh, uh, won an election for county council and uh, we were at the Hamilton County booth the other day, and he was he was asking me, he was like, Michael, what, remind me again why or how the Democrats came to the conclusion that Roe and, and abortion was constitutional. He was like, what, because, and he 14th was- 14th Amendment, they try to pull it from privacy. Privacy, right, mm-hmm. yep. And so that's what I told him, and he was like, that doesn't even make sense. It made no sense. And so he was, I mean, he literally was, echoing what Ruth Bader Ginsburg was saying, where it's like, it, you guys are really stretching for this mm-hmm. one. There, there is, trying to go to that 14th Amendment, the privacy clause mm-hmm. is really, really a stretch. Mm-hmm. And and she was adamantly pro-choice. She was pro-abortion, Yeah, but right? she knew it was so weak. Yeah. So so this is, you know, it's, it's clearly, um, it, it, this was just bad precedent. This was bad law. It should have been overturned. The Supreme Court did the right thing. They threw it back to the states. And most people think, oh my gosh, abortion's been outlawed. No, it's not. They just turned it back over to the states. And you said something a few weeks ago, and I, we're getting we're getting ready to, in Indiana, have a fight for where we're going to stand as a state. You said something that you believe that the Lord has now kind of lifted the curse off of the nation as a whole, and then is now the blessings and the, curses are going to be on the states. On the states individually based on what we do do here yeah Yeah. and i thought that was so good because uh where we go with this is really really important that's right next week um so just in a few days if you're listening to this it'll be tuesday july 26th uh we are trying to get as many pro-lifers people who uh understand the sanctity and the value of life from conception Mm -hmm. down at the state house because the, on Monday, starting Monday, there's a special session that's going to be kicking off. So Tuesday, we're taking busloads down to yeah. um, the uh, state house. So if you'd like to meet us down there, be down there before 11 a.m. There's a rally starting at 11. We're going to be taking some buses from uh, Life Church at at nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, I think we're full, but we're seeing if we can get a third bus. We got two bus loads full that's right awesome. now. Yeah, we're going. Uh, that's we're, awesome. Yeah, we're seeing if we can get a third bus. So well, and then we on on the. I think it's a Turning Point USA uh, event that's going to be happening here at 5 or 5.30 at the Noblesville campus on the 24th. On Sunday. So it's kind of a rally yes. yeah, to, to get prepared for that. Um, you, you live in a day and age where you can sit down with your, uh, with your leaders, and that's what we ought to be doing. And you know, I had an awesome time with, with one particular man that let me sit down with him to try and change his mind on, on, on uh the value of the life of of a child that was brought into being through incest or rape, um, and and I think it was I, I think it might have moved the needle in his heart. At least it put it in. He's going to be judged on this decision. He's going to stand before the Lord. Uh, I shared that one night for one of our first Wednesdays that we had, and a woman who had actually had a child at our our her Noblesville campus. She had had a child as a result of being raped in the military. And she brought that child into the world. And that, that, that kid has just, uh, just recently experienced a call of ministry in her life. We believe that her life is going to make a, a, a dramatic impact. Why does her life not matter? And so this woman went and wrote an article. We got it put into the reporter here in Noblesville, Hamilton County and, reporter. And it was yep. an excellent article, man. She's, she's battling for, um, for for why would that life not make a difference? It doesn't matter. We don't. We do not punish 
um, children for the sins of their fathers. We do not do that. Every life has value. And so uh, I just want to tell you, we need to call our legislators. We need to 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 show up, to let them hear what we think, and we need above all things to be on our knees. We, we need to be on our knees. I do not want the curse to come back on the Hoosier State. I do not want that here. I do not want that option to be available. And there's already, we, we need to make sure we're thinking too through plan B because chemical abortion is, is what they're going to push. They're trying to make sure that there's no way that it cannot go across state lines, even if it breaks law. And, and, and we have to know what we're talking about and we need to fight it with everything in us. If you're a legislator and you're listening to this, or if you know legislators, just remind them that this is the most important vote that they will ever, ever vote on. Yep. Yep. And they need to be bold. They need to be courageous. They need to stand now. Just, uh, I saw uh, a statement, um, that came out on, uh, on Wednesday or no, on Tuesday. Um, and, we, um, it was from a state Senator who's not real conservative. He's a Republican, but he's not real conservative. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm standing at 12 to 15 weeks is where, is no what way. I want. And, um, still murder. Yep. And so, and so that's what the kind of the moderate wing is, is pushing right now. And, and we need to make sure that. Let them go um, on record. Yeah. Let them go on record for saying that yeah. because I want every one of them thrown out. Yeah. And we need to primary every single one of those people and get them out yep. and just keep fighting. You know, you're going to be fighting that, that battle constantly. Here's what I'd like to say to every, everybody listening to this today. If you haven't seen the movie Amazing Grace, where, where it's the story of how uh, slavery was defeated in England by William Wilberforce, you need to watch that movie. Go find it. You can find it on Prime, rent it, whatever. But but get that movie because it is it it's it's the story of how this man was moving through legislation, being told no, 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 so many times, and he meets up with uh, with the man who writes the song "Amazing Grace," um, John Newton, who was a slave trader, and that's why he writes that saved a wretch like me, right? And he talks about how he was changed. Listen, if you think that that history looks negative, uh, negatively at slavery, there will come a day where history will mock those of you as being clueless who stood on the side of that that's not a baby in the womb, that that's not life. They, they, will, they will mock you. History will look down on you. You better get this one right or you will be a fool. I don't think I could put that any better. And, and I, I did say, it, and actually I heard one, uh, right to life leader. He's a uh, pretty high up in right to life in Indiana. And he said kind of the same thing. He said, if they don't get this right, there's going to be scorched earth. It's going to be every Republican who doesn't stand boldly for this. You're going to come after them. They'll never get another endorsement from right to life. I feel the same way as a conservative leader in Indiana. I will never support another one of these feckless fear, fearful, uh, representatives and senators, if they don't have the courage now to stand for 50 years, they've been telling us, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-life, I'm yeah, pro-life. Yeah, we're going to find out. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen next week. We're going to find out who is. And those who are not deserve to get their butts yeah. kicked out of that, that office. That's exactly right. There yep. was there was a day and age in America where, where, where our soldiers were called baby killers for what happened in Vietnam. And it was about the worst thing you could say to somebody's heart. But you guys, if you let this go through, if you do this, that 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 name is going to stick to you, mm-hmm. and 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 we're coming after you to remove you. You, I, we're not even worried about the Democrat Party coming after you in the Republican Party. You guys will will bear this. Well, that's good, and um, we've got a we've got the turning point event coming up on the twenty fourth. You and I are going to be out in California for the big turning yes, point. Yes, because our very own Michael Micah Beckwith. <laughs> Has gotten to speak at this illustrious affair in, is it San Diego? Is San Diego, Diego, Coronado Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're crazy in San Diego. But anyway, the event's going to be there. Yeah, so and we're going to, it's a pastor's conference. It's going to be awesome. Getting man. pastors involved in politics 
is a passion of mine. I know I know Nathan is a passion of yours as well. Yes, but uh, your leadership has shined here, Micah. You've oh, done well. such a great job and and for Turning Point to take notice of that and then invite you to be a speaker, man. What an honor to Life Church. We are we are thrilled. I'm just going to carry your Bible and uh, I'll walk <laughs> behind you. I'll carry your water bottle, but I'm super I'm proud. I take my Bible on my app. So, uh, you wouldn't carry my phone. Oh, that's a problem. You need a paper Bible. <laughs> no, I've got a couple of good Bibles. I actually, <laughs> Hey, speaking of Bibles, if you don't have a Bible, go to David Barton's website, wallbuilders.com, get their founders Bible. Yes, it's, it's amazing. Excellent Bible. If you love the word of God and you love American history, he goes through the word and he references what's, what this scripture did and how it inspired a certain founder or a framer mm-hmm. or someone in our, in our history. Like it's just awesome. So go check that out. You will not, uh, you will not be upset you did. But uh, we're going to jump into our last segment here. And um, this is uh, from the word. And Nathan, as I, was, I, was, I was listening to you talk and we didn't practice, we didn't like plan this part out. Uh, but I just, I heard kind of the voice of Joshua in my head, you know, where he says, um, you know, as for you choose you this day whom you will serve. Yeah. You know, in Joshua 24, but he says, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Um, if you read that passage, it's it's just Joshua laying the lay, making the case and the argument that mm-hmm. our, our God, the one true God, is the one who brought us out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. He has given us everything that we have, all of our blessings, all of our protection, everything that is good comes from above, and we need to choose to serve Him. So, you guys, if you want to go off and walk off the cliff of stupid, go for it. But I am going to have the courage to stand on what is right. Mm -hmm. And we need that in our legislators. We need that in our pastors. We need that in our fathers. We need that everywhere. Our mothers, our sons and daughters need to choose to follow the Lord. Joshua said this in verse 14 in, in chapter 24. He said, now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worship beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose you for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. That's right. And I just think that is a... uh, By the way, he dispossessed in Joshua's day they dispossessed all of the Canaanite people, their land, because of their wickedness. That they were not worthy to have that land because of their choice to worship these other gods. If God removes people for wicked choices, what do you think awaits in this generation? Still, people will be removed. Removed from his presence removed from good living, removed from his blessing, and you will experience the curse. What Joshua is doing is warning you, don't accept the curse. Choose you this day. And he says, choose life. Amen. Choose life. Amen. I love it. Well, hey, so we are, um, I think that's it for today. I don't know how long this even went, but I don't know. But I feel was, like I feel like it was good. This was uh, as as Rush would say. This is going into the Hall of Fame of <laughs> of radio excellence. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, it was it was good, Mike. I'm telling you, I, no, it was good. good. I'm telling you, it was it was at least on a scale of one to ten a C plus. Hey, I'm a C student, so I'm, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, hey, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. This has been Jesus oh, yeah. Sex in Politics. <laughs> <laughs> like us, subscribe, tell your friends. The music, the music ended. The I, music ended. I know, but you didn't do the cutouts. I know. Okay, they think we have that recorded, <sighs> but we don't. The music. Uh, okay. See ya.